Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Should we? Hello, AfterBuzzers. We're here during another AfterBuzz TV after show for MDB's Teen Wolf Season 5, Episode 5, A Novel Approach. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder, and joining me, AfterBuzz TV host, Courtney Tesno. Hi. You guys keep in touch with me at Tesno's on Twitter and Instagram, and keep the conversation going with the hashtag ABTVTeenWolf. And hey guys, what's up? I'm Brittany Baldi. You guys can follow me at Brittany Baldi on all social media and BrittanyBaldi.com. What's up, everybody? I'm Ryan Mallett. You can find me at Ryan Malaty. And also on YouTube.com slash TV. we are sitting here in the live chat, so come join us in the conversation. We also have... Our special guest this evening for it plays Brett Talbot. Please welcome Cody Sweet News! What up, how is everyone? Thank you Good. so much for being here, Cody. Of course. Thanks for having me. After Buzz TV always gives me like the warmest welcome. That's why I love coming here. Aww. And uh, you guys are always so nice. Aww, Can I we just say that... Have you been working out with Tony? Because... <laughs> you know, seriously. Like, whoa. Like, when they, they gave you like a grand entrance. And I was just like, Cody, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. You, you look know, great. Thank you so much. No, that... that actually, that was um my... My trainer, Kanjo Hakim, um, beast name, huh? <laughs> Kanjo <Yeah>. Hakim. <laughs> no, and uh, I, I, mean, I wanted to bring something uh, to Teen Wolf that they hadn't seen yet, like just a whole other type of body type, and um, you know the fans liked it, so I like switching it up. And thank you for the compliment. Yeah, <laughs> um, we love it here. <laughs> you look kind of hot, pretty hot. <laughs> thank you. So, What's it like being on season again? I mean, we were so happy to have you in studio last season, and you were just kind of new to the team, and now you're back. Oh man, it's it's crazy because um, you know, you never know in Teen Wolf if you're going to <laughs> survive, live, what's going to happen to your character, and um, you know, just the mere fact that I get to keep working with uh, all those talented people is a dream come true. And um, you know, I I, I love uh, just giving back to the fans too, and you know, doing some fun content and. Uh, I love it. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And they love you, too. <laughs> I love them so much. It seems like there might be a little relationship with you being teased in the future. <laughs> Should we be shipping you yet with anyone? You know, um, it's funny. I don't know. Apparently, every all the fandom, uh, the Teen Wolf fans are just, like, pimping bread out to everybody. They're shipping yeah. it with, like, everyone. Yep. <laughs> you know, uh, so... I definitely think it's a strong possibility. Mm. Brett, I'm looking uh, forward to it. Yeah. Everyone is. <laughs> Can we look forward to more makeout scenes? Maybe less clothing? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you're just asking him to strip down Magic Mike style. All right, Jane Tatum time. Right now, right uh, now. No. <laughs> warm in here. <laughs> Okay. I'm just kidding. I'll take it off you for a minute, give you a break. We're giving you a hard time over that couch. You're being such a good, good sport. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the mm-hmm. episode. No one would think that, you know, Styles is going to kill 
21, and that was just so shocking to me. Like, I dropped yes. my jaw, and the people who were watching me watch this was like, oh, wow, what's going on? Because yeah. I was, like, so shocked. I just didn't expect that. And but he it was, was self-defense, like, yeah. so he needed to do it. I know. I mean, right. It was so. It bad. was either that or his leg, or his, or he was just gonna die. So right. I'm happy to see that that did happen. But his reaction made my heart drop. Yeah. Omg, he felt so guilty after he killed mm-hmm. that guy. I mean, we all would, but like his acting wasn't it great. I mean, Dylan O'Brien, he's a, he's a superstar. He he is an acting rock star, and uh, there's just a he has a special vulnerability and likability to him that I, he was just born with, and it's awesome to see him execute it so well, and for people to see that side of him. You can probably relate to him well on the show because you're not supernatural yet, or we don't know. You mm-hmm. could be me, Brett. Yeah, you, you could are. Be. Well, no, I'm definitely I'm a wolf. Yeah, we saw oh, last episode. Oh, yeah, no, I'm a wolf. That's right. I, I am kind a wolf. of forgot. We saw Oh, you. About that. He, you kicked ass last episode. Yeah, last yeah last episode. Brett definitely took some uh, major stings. It's uh, and it's he's he's Jeff has really given Brett an interesting character um, arc. You know, he's now a bisexual Buddhist werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really to me fascinating, and um, I'm excited to see. You know what he does with that. Um, I it's all coming back to me now. It was a little dark in the club, yeah. so I got everybody confused. But I remember what a badass you were. Can you talk about that? Like, did you have yeah. to go through the stunt training? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I've I I also do Muay Thai, and oh, cool. I've I've like boxed. Pretty much I drink Mai Tais. Oh, Ryan. Look at that. <laughs> sorry, chat people in the chat. Okay. <laughs> Never be sorry for Mai Tais. <laughs> I agree. Um, but, uh, no, like, I definitely, um, there was a stunt choreographer, and, and he was very patient with uh, everybody, and um, he made sure that we felt very, uh, you know, comfortable and confident in doing it, and um, it was so sick. I mean, me and me and the guy uh, Eddie uh, Ramos, we were just both like before they even like take was they said action. <laughs> we were still in like character. He was like this scorpion. We were like eyeing each other, like, all right, man, we're about to fake fight. <laughs> 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 and another funny thing about it was like, so we were learning it, and once we got it down, once like well, we we're like, all right, you know, this this looks really good. And then um, they're like, all right, we're gonna send in uh, the actual you know fight people. And then when they did it, it was like, bing, 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 bing. Wow. It was done. And I was like, oh. We weren't even trying. So that's what it's really supposed to look like. Well, it came out amazing. Yeah, no, it did. I look forward to more makeout scenes, more fight scenes. Kick ass. Just kick ass all around. Okay, Teen Wolf. Yes. Yes. Basically. Okay, can we talk about the fact that Donovan, who was the guy that was killed for people that didn't get a chance to watch the episode, if you didn't, then I don't know why you're watching the after show yet. Because this guy, that's why. Yeah. But for anyone that missed that, Donovan came with a vengeance, not only for Stalinsky, mm-hmm. which is Styles' dad, but he had some own hurt um, with his own past. Like his, he was talking about how his father was hurt, and now he's wheelchair bound. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think about that scene? Well, he's blaming Stalinsky, and I didn't think that was right at all. Obviously, they were partners, and somebody had to call for backup, mm-hmm. or you know, that's. I feel like that's a bigger fault if you're going in two people alone and you're not calling for backup. So his whole thing, I didn't make sense to me. I get that he has to put the blame on somebody, mm-hmm. but 
I'm just glad he wasn't successful because I was wor- really worried for Styles, considering we know that he's not supernatural. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, says you. <laughs> I was checking the entire time to see, like, did he get bit? I mean, not bit. Did he, like, is, the, is he changing? wrong with him because of his shoulder. Yeah, that's what, the happening. whole time I was like, oh, my I, gosh. That's a good point. Yeah, because he bit his shoulder. And and what was he, part lamprey? Somebody had messaged me on Twitter that they, they said. Can you- uh, I, I, what I got from it was um, it, the character it reminds me most of uh, would be a Wendigo. Mm-hmm. And since these are, like, bionic, I guess made, I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're like, man-made. man-made. Mm-hmm. Uh, supernatural. I mean, the, the Wendigos are known for having around the mouth, but now they're in hands and... All shoulders, over, shoulders, so and sick. yeah, no rules anymore. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine that? That'd be a real awkward handshake. Hey, nice to meet you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awkward. Oh my god. Well, let's go ahead and talk about the fact that they were putting Lydia and Styles together this episode. How were you not happy for Lydia? <laughs> like this is what we wanted. Like. The past four seasons, and now he's with Malia, but I love this, because it's like they're putting Malia with Theo, it seemed like she was sort of enjoying it, and then, <laughs> of course, Styles and Lydia, I've just always wanted them together, but that it was kind of abandoned in the storyline, mm-hmm. but they were so great together, and we get that whole scene about Scott talking oh. about how he used to be obsessed. <laughs> I loved it. Scott is a supporter of the <laughs> ship. I love it. Oh my gosh. Styles and Lydia would be perfect together. It's like the guy that's been chasing the girl for so long and then he finally gets her like at Ship the perfect it. moment. Yes! I think they're saying it's Stidia. So I'm happy. Stidia? Stidia. That yeah. sounds pretty sweet. Yeah, Stidia. Styles and Lydia. <laughs> I like it. There's, and there's another one that came up too, right? Which one? Um, Styles and Malia Kristen, I think it was. Theo. <laughs> Theo and um, Malia. Malia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually, we have a question for you. Draco Malfoy, not not even kidding, Draco Malfoy wants to know, Cody, what do you think about Theo and Malia? Um, you know what's funny is uh, I actually see them being very right for each other. There's mm-hmm. something like a runawayness about both of them. Mm-hmm. There's just something kind of like I'm an independent, supernatural, all on my own. And then I totally believe Styles and Lydia are soulmates, and I believe soulmates <laughs> should be together, yes. and they find their ways yes. back to each other. Yes. Um, and I think it's uh, it's I think it's really interesting. Um, I like it. I'm I'm for it. I ship it. <laughs> <laughs> we support the ship. We yes. have the official ship from Cody. So, Jeff, go ahead with that idea. Yes. <laughs> Jeff Davis, make it happen. Yes. Hey, Jeff, Jeff said he watches our show. I yeah. ran into him at Comic-Con, and he's been Aww. on a few times, so I was like, yes, Jeff's Aww, watching. Jeff, Jeff we love you. Thank you. We love your show. It's amazing. Right, uh, Which is why Lydia and Styles together, please. Yeah. And who do you want to be with? <laughs> <laughs> you know, go ahead and put in that request. Yeah, who I want to be with, I want to be on the show and stay on there. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's our uh, love comes secondary today. for Cody or Brett Talbot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll remember that. <laughs> so let's talk, about, <laughs> let's talk about Kira and Scott now that we're on the ships. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I mean, turns out he does know what he said. You know what you said. You yeah. know what you, you know what you did. You know what you said. You said the L word. Mm-hmm. And that, can't throw that girls out. can't unhear the L word. They can't. No. The L word. <laughs> the In love fact, word. Oh, I do not forget anything. Yeah. See, guys, we don't even like. What do you mean? What L word? Exactly. <laughs> We're like, oh, the only L word that matters. Are there love. other yeah. L words? 
Lingerie? Love. Lunchables. I like Lunchables. Lunchables? Lunchables. Anywho. I don't even know what that is. Um, Speaking of love, (laughs) what did you guys feel about this scene? I mean, obviously, if you're going to get shocked to death, like, anybody else would be dying there. But he's being shocked the entire time. He's carrying Kira. At the end of the jail? Out of the asylum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, even then, he's like, I, I meant it. But I wanted him to say it again. I'm not going to lie. I did, oh, too. I wanted to hear it again. Yeah, you said it with <laughs> such a like, laissez-faire attitude. You know, like, God, I love you sometimes. You know, God, I love you. You know, because he, he means it. And it's, it's a yeah. love that I feel like a lot of times girls do have more of a, you know, put, put the L word up on a pedestal. It's a really <laughs> high expectation. And a lot comes with that package. Oh, well, I don't know. I disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, right. I put the L word pretty high on a pedestal. It's a very powerful word that, you know, I don't think should be loosely said completely. No. Mm-hmm. You know? And he did, though. He's just like, God, I love you. And it meant a lot to her, but he was just kind of like, but, yeah. you know, I, almost like matter of fact, like it goes without saying yeah, yeah, yeah. love. And so I when mean, he realized that was bothering her, then he's like, well, oh, that's why you've been, well, I, I meant that. It did, I didn't just... So maybe you're right, yeah. But it, it does almost go without saying, because Scott really proved himself. Who yeah. else would take shocks like that? Like, he was in the <laughs> ultimate amount of pain mm-hmm. for her. So, like, his actions spoke way louder than any L word he, he could have said. That's a good point. He, I, he's, I the, he's the electric version of Jack, just holding Rose. Yeah. <laughs> instead of freezing cold water, he was just being electrocuted. He was being fried instead of frozen. It was, it was awesome. Go, Scott. You're a beast. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so words do hold a lot of weight, but actions hold more. Way more, way yeah. more. Good I point. think Scott has proven both, mm-hmm. his actions and the words. He's a lover and a fighter. Yes, and he's fighting for what he loves. <laughs> <laughs> We're so cheesy on this yeah. after show. <laughs> we just keep talking about love. Callers, call in 424-256-1729 if you have a question about love. I just want to talk about love. Um, back to the show, though. Uh, so we only touched on Theo and Malia, and I think we all kind of like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she almost gets in a car wreck because she, she has like this vision. memory mm-hmm. of the desert wolf, which is her mother, maybe possibly causing the wreck that killed her family. Mm. So, I mean, I don't think that's just, like, a silly vision. I think that that's probably what happened. And mm-hmm. they're definitely, like, shaping the Desert Wolf up to be this very mysterious, not probably a great mother if she's been in her this long, yeah. and killed the rest of her family. I mean, what do you guys feel about the Desert Wolf? Um, personally, I really thought that that scene was really powerful for her because we're really getting to see why she's having like all these, all these issues really. Like she's really, I feel like she's still like a lone wolf even though she's adjusted to being Mm -hmm. supernatural and not animalistic. Um, but I think her getting closer to knowing who her mother is, she can pick which side because I've been straddling the fence on if she's going to be good or bad. And I feel like that one factor will help us figure out what direction are you going in? Because she's already going in the wrong direction with Theo mm-hmm. and this she's love affair. So I'm she's just scared. Boy. She's kind of getting pulled. I want to figure out what's going on with the Desert Wolf and her history with that. Do you think Theo had anything to do with that flashback? I was going to... I have a weird... And I don't know. I really don't know. But (laughs) I actually was thinking that for whatever reason. I don't know. Really? uh, Jeff gets deep. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He does. And it it seems like Theo's uh, a chess player. You know, and every Mm -hmm. piece he moves, it seems like to, to, to cause all kinds of havoc and and trouble. So when he gets in the car, it's almost like he wanted her to... 
to you know we're we're talking about the dread doctors and having um, men- memories you know resurfacing mm-hmm. and that maybe he has something to do with that I don't know Theo's causing more trouble that's a really good point I love that actually they were talking about how the dread doctors do something to you and you have to read the book in order to remember mm-hmm. so and Leah thinks that she's the one who killed her family mm-hmm. so maybe it's not or maybe they did that to her the dread doctors did that to her who knows also, just a uh, whole side note. Can I, I can't recall. I know Malia's not the best in school. But can she read? I think Styles yeah. taught her. She was able to read. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's I was able about to say, read. it would have been a really interesting conflict if they chose Malia specifically to like almost permanently torture her. Because if she can't read, she can't read the book, which means she can't get fixed. <laughs> oh, wow. Which, that would be crazy. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> you gotta learn to read, girl. I know. <laughs> So brutal. That would Green be pretty kids. <laughs> yes. The more you know. Wait. Before we continue, guys, since we're on the topic of cars, hey. let's get this going. We'd like to thank our sponsor for supporting this show, Mazda. Props to you guys. And Mazda Ooh. has a very important question for you. Does driving matter to you? There's over yes. 4 million miles of road in the U.S. to find out. That's a lot of ground to cover. A lot of highways, freeways, wrong ways, and long ways. They're all out there waiting to be driven on. So you take that left turn on Albuquerque, or do you just keep on going? Do you wake up early Sunday morning for a drive before the traffic does, or do you take the long road back home for a change? If driving matters to you, just get out there and drive. Why? Because driving matters. Pow to Mazda! Mazda! (laughs) Well, you guys know that Teen Wolf is sponsored by Toyota. Afterbus, Mazda, Mazda. Two great car companies. We're all on the road. Driving to a better future. Exactly. Ah. Jesus. Well, let's talk about the future of Parrish. You guys. Parrish. Parrish is stealing bodies left and right. And he's in the zone. Like, this boy is dreaming. He's in a trance. I am so convinced he's in a trance. He cannot be evil. Please. Scott, in this episode, he's the one that realized that people are actually taking bodies out of the morning. Yeah, because his mom told him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because Lucas was missing. Tracy's body was missing. And then Donovan's body just happened to disappear from the scene. Not only did it disappeared, but the mess was all cleaned up. Mm-hmm. So Except for a, a little bit of blood. Just a little bit, just, just enough to know that Styles wasn't hallucinating the whole thing, but mm-hmm. you gotta know that there's a, a token of deception there. If you're trying to clean up the mess, you don't want anyone to know about it. I mean, it's a secret. It's not just some guy like, uh, bodies, brains, yeah. burn. But it's like, what does he think? The dead bodies are just getting up and walking away? Clearly, some no, he, somebody's taking them. Yeah, well, taking I mean, yeah. did write that at first, which made me laugh. He's dead. I was like, Styles. <laughs> oh, I loved it. He walked away. The, um, they're turning into zombies and walking happening. away. So, Jeff did say that Parrish is not necessarily going to be a good character. He kind of mentioned in that interview that we played, by the way, if you guys haven't watched our Comic-Con videos, it's on the Teen Wolf playlist. I tweeted them out. It's on AfterBuzz. You guys can find them. Some great interviews. Thank you. And, I mean, Jeff said he's not going to be, you know, black and white. There's going to be some morally gray with his character. And I'm excited for that because I really like Parrish as a guy. Mm -hmm. But I'm excited to see someone that we like be evil and maybe not mean to but hey that's just all of us right no <laughs> no it's not it's not right well, I mean some, sometimes things have to be done for the greater good this guy knows sometimes <laughs> things have to happen sometimes you have to sacrifice one for a million or one you know uh, whatever that may be I I think uh, Parrish 
I think his character is so interesting, and what a cool shot of him just like, I felt like it, the pain, just the fire around it, and it reminded me very similar to Kira. Yeah. With her whole, and I'm wondering if there's like a correlation between them at all. I think, again, I don't, I really don't know, but yeah. that's what I feel might happen. No, you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. I can see there's it. Uh, good and bad and evil, you know, the total is relative, it? Mm-hmm. based on your foresight. Yeah, based on how far you can see into the future, I mean, this decision might seem like the wrong decision, but if you know how it's going to affect, you know, the world around it into the future, it might be the right decision. Like you said, you might have to sacrifice one to save a million. And who are we to judge what's good and evil without the foresight? Oh. No. No, I was going to just segue that into a question for Cody. Um, because it is kind of, there is a lot of like evilness and we're not sure how to interpret it all. Um, it's a really dark season, so Watt Seamus would like to know what does Cody think of how dark this season is? <clears throat> um, I love it. I think that uh, it, it, the writers are so good about shifting uh, the, the direction genre of Teen Wolf and they execute it so well towards it's not just like dark and gross like it's intel- it's done intellectually well it's it's taste uh it's tasteful mm-hmm. and um and you know there's something like dark sex like there's a sexiness to it um even oh, yeah. so it's i i really love the direction <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I think you it's contribute great. to yeah. a lot of the sexy, correct? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, oh, great. we need more sexy. Okay, uh, call Cody. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Actually, you can call bling, Cody bling, if you call. 424 256 1729. You can call in and ask Cody a question. I want to say hi to everybody on there. So, so call. Oh uh, my gosh, they're gonna go crazy. <laughs> they're all gonna be calling at once and we'll be able to get through. Yes. But I think it's interesting how um, good and evil are kind of on, it seems like they're on the same team right now. Yes. Which is so weird for me because it's like you fall, like you said, Parrish, we love him and I really don't want him to be a bad guy, but it looks like he's either building an army or he's working for somebody and doesn't know it. I, I don't know. I really want him to be the good guy, but he looks. Jeff said he's going to be bad. He's going to be bad. Mm. Well, maybe not bad, but morally gray, I think is what Jeff said. And I think, you know, we got, we touched upon the Nemeton a lot last episode and this episode of how, you know, our characters in past seasons, they sort of messed up the nature of the Nemeton, the balance that that was keeping, and now it's a beacon for the supernatural creatures. So I think kind of Parrish might be under the spell of the the beacon that is the Nemeton, mm-hmm. and it's kind of drawing him to feed it with these bodies. I don't... I think that's what it wants, and I mean, will they come back alive, all these dead bodies? Probably. Like, I mean, what what is fire? You know, you got to think. Uh, what does fire represent? It's uh, burning and rebuilding, and it's uh, destroying. And um, you know, and he was in such a spiritual trance that it was almost like his innate spiritual supernatural called him to do like almost his divine purpose of mm-hmm. what his supernatural is. And to you know, humans that could whatever it's going to do could appear good or bad. Again, depending on the foresight of it. Exactly. I mean, the Dread Doctors are involved in this at all, which we feel it is, because what type of timing is this? Like, everyone's dropping like flies in order to feed the Nemeton. Like, 
I yeah, think that's let's crazy. go ahead and talk about the Dread Doctors. Yeah, please. Because we got a lot of information about them th- this episode, but I'm still confused about what is going on. Cody, hopefully you can help us. <laughs> yeah. So Dr. Valak, I guess, oh. wrote this book, right? Because he remembered the Dread Doctors doing something for him, but he didn't sign it. He instead dedicated it to himself. Mm-hmm. And this has all happened before. And my little, what I think is going on, is I think, you know how... Dr. Valak thinks that he's the one who put the third eye drill, made the drill in his own forehead. I don't think so. I think he's an experiment mm. of the dead yes. doctors, and I, I think that so. what he doesn't remember is that they did it all along. Mm-hmm. And, and then the fact that there. they took the eye back later back. was just like, They okay. knew it wasn't there. He's revealing something. That's terrifying. Yes. <laughs> the whole scene was terrifying. a lot. So is yeah, that what they wanted? They just Is that what the dread doctors wanted? Because it seemed like they were using... The Kitsune Akira to kind of take down the lock of Iken House so that the Dread Doctors could get in there. Mm -hmm. And Theo was part of that plan because he led them there with the book. He planted the book, it seems. It's interesting because the last time we saw the Dread Doctors declare a failure, they terminated their subject, Mm -hmm. right? And Mm -hmm. they seem like, I don't know, when you're talking about surgeons and, you know... Uh, procedures. I feel like they would do the same thing if this was a yet another failure. So I think there's something else going on here. I, that's just my my thought on it. I'm not sure that the eye was put in by them because I feel like if they failed, like I said, they took it back. They would have killed them, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. Failure also could mean that they just. What if they're taking just the supernatural away from them and preserving it? Because uh, maybe mm-hmm. to kill those Wendigo type things, that you would have to really kill them. But maybe with a Doctor Valley to just kill his egg again I don't know but uh, maybe um, by taking away the eye you're t- you're killing the supernatural of it mm-hmm. I can see that because he has so much wisdom as well mm-hmm. um, but I mean like they said in this episode everybody wants something mm-hmm. so that really stood out to me and I think we're going to see a lot more examples of that I love that doctors. he wanted Lydia's scream because he knew yeah. that would break the glass that was yeah. such a, genius that was Jeff such a, Davis you yeah. champ. Oh, <laughs> it was like a silence of the lambs thing, you know, like, I was yeah. like, oh, it's like Hannibal, except like monsters. It was nuts. And, and when, uh, when Siles saw Donovan's face in that creature's, um, cell. Oh, yeah. And then he said, um, lost souls. A lost soul that's, that's attached to him. Uh, is Donovan done for? Is he coming back in any way? Or is it just kind of like, I don't he's know. He's at the tree with all the other bodies. So if the, the army's building, then maybe. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Know. Speaking of that creature, I thought it was interesting. You guys to talk about the sluow. Is that how you pronounce it? I'm not sure. The slew. All right, so in between the commercial breaks, I saw that that character was actually created specifically for this episode, and they had a contest for that, and some girl actually won. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was super cool that they did that. Yeah, no. You know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about, and, you know, it's a a really big uh, kudos to MTV and Teen Wolf. For allowing that. For allowing that and and really getting the fans who made this Teen Wolf what it is, um, giving back to them and and keeping them involved because it's very vital and, and and very just nice to give back to the fans. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was awesome when I saw that. I was like, dude, I'm bringing that up today during the interview. <laughs> <laughs> Super cool. Yeah. That's now, really cool. Now, my thing with um, with the Dread Doctors, we heard that they, that they used to be scientists who wanted to be supernatural. Mm-hmm. Now, my thing is, are they building this army? Are they doing all of this because they want to pretty much cut out all of the supernatural, or do they want to be supernatural themselves? Because um, Dr. Valak was basically saying that at one point they were completely 
human and now they do have some supernatural abilities are they building it for themselves or i don't i don't know what their purpose is really in my head this is what i want i don't know if this is what i think but i want them to be these people who died but then you know made body parts that they lost or organs mm-hmm. or you know made themselves be able to live past a human life because of all these supernatural parts and mechanical objects i think that'd be really freaking cool mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just what i want i don't really know what do you guys think <laughs> um you know uh, this is and i hope it doesn't go this way but i had a really like dark ex uh, um, theory to that. Oh, <laughs> I love man. that you can play theories with us, by the yeah. way. Yeah, no, 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 totally. Like, my theory on it was that, you know, doctors are here to fix things, to bring, you know, the balance back to, to cure. And what they were saying at the end of the episode is that they have all messed up the supernatural world. Like, by them trying to help so much that they've effed it up, if you will. Mm-hmm. What if What if the doctors are like, well, now we have to come back and we love the supernatural and we have to wipe out all the ones that messed up the whole uh, foundation and um, principles of Supernatural. They're um, trying to bring the balance back. I hope rebuild. not, though. <laughs> I really hope not, but I, I love that prediction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they think they're doing good. Mm-hmm. Doesn't every villain think that they're doing good? They're, they uh, always reason what assholes. they do. Yeah. They start no, off with good intentions, and then they get out of hand when they get too much power. <laughs> she knows. She yeah. used to be a villain. Oh, no! Never. Um, But anyway, you guys, I'm excited that Dr. Valak's out, because especially without his third eye, I feel like he'll be willing to help because of self-interest in getting it back. So I feel like he can be... (laughs) The one thing you can trust is people's own self-interest. So he wants Mm. something now. Yeah. So he will work with the pack, maybe. And it seems like he knows what's going on. Maybe he will. But remember in the first episode, Dr. Valak is over um, Lydia. That's cool. I forgot, yeah. All right. What are you doing? So I feel like it's either he's going to help them or he's going to go work with these dread doctors. Or he's been working with these dread doctors because he pretty much has been revealing all these nuggets to us and telling them, read the book, read the book. This could be a complete trap. Mm, And... I, I, I don't know how that's going to work out. What Tell are they saying in chat? That was suggested. Um, and there's so many messages. It's hard to find who exactly said it. might have been what uh, suggested that the, the journal <laughs> or the, the book might be a trap. I mean, it's coming from a guy who's been pretty unreliable to give... Theo. Uh, yeah, well, Theo, Dr. Valak. I mean, these are people who we don't trust. I mean, why trust the, Why trust him now? Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, it, it was interesting to see Valak get victimized so to speak, mm-hmm. at the very end. So that makes you kind of think he was telling the truth, but uh, he just basically said, you don't have to do this in a way that's like, hmm. is he with them? Is he that's against them? Point. Is he like, do is that. he being punished for something he didn't do right? I'll yeah. pull it out myself. Hey, why <laughs> <can't> <laughs> I don't have to. Why can't right. the Dread Doctors enter Eichenhaus anyway? What, what is it about without, without uh, Kira? Be- they went exactly to his eyes. So, oh, why they couldn't? I mean, all mm-hmm. the mountain ash and the electronic um, force field that kept them out for so long. So they've become pretty much supernatural entities themselves mm-hmm. over time. Yeah, th- that that's, yeah, that's what he was saying. But obviously there's something that they wanted from him. And the eye, I want to see what exactly that is. Are there some visions we missed out on? Because maybe Dr. Valak doesn't remember, but we all need to know. Because this happened before, so maybe the scientists are using that. I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out there. Let mm-hmm. me know what you think. Use the hashtag ABTV Teen Wolf. Maybe Woo. they're designing a new iPhone. 
Oh, jeez. With that, the cheese fest, Ryan, every week. That was was actually pretty painful. We're going to go to a much cooler subject, and we're going to ask Cody a few personal questions, if that's okay. (laughs) So I know you were with us before last season, and you were sort of talking about what it was that sort of drew you out here to Los Angeles and got you in the industry. Can we just remind everybody of your little backstory? Of um, of which which part? Uh, I know there's so much. I guess yeah. like what inspired you to become an actor? Um, I guess yeah. Um, it would have been my past. Um, you know, I was, I was a little street kid growing up. Um, I uh, I was from Ohio and uh, I was adopted at the age of twelve. Wow. And um. Yeah, like, I just had a pretty wild childhood, um, and, you know, my story, I always tell people it's not different, because there's thousands of street kids who, you know, don't have their uh, proper guidance, and, um, and I think just <clears throat> having not a solid foundation, I had extra emotions uh, growing up, and I didn't know how to deal with them, um, and uh, art was a really great um, f- and fun way to express it. And, uh, <clears throat> so then I, uh, I started taking some acting classes and, um, and also when I finally moved out to California, I remember doing this scene for Joey Paul Jensen, who's a Disney casting director. And I, I was okay at sports, but I was never like the star athlete. I was never mm-hmm. like, oh, Cody's really good. I was just like, oh, okay. When I got done doing my first monologue in front of all these parents and kids, it was a very dramatic and like heart warming piece. Um, and I, I, like, completely just, like, bled my heart out on the stage for everyone. And when I looked up, like, all the moms and the dads and Joey, they were all, uh, like, they had tears in their eyes. Wow. Oh my <laughs> yeah. And, and for me, I was 14. And I was like, wow, like, this is what I'm good at. Like, I found what Cody's good at, um, what Cody has to offer to the world. And, uh, I was so inspired. I was like, yeah, this is. This is where I'm supposed to be. Yay. <laughs> yeah, it's so good to so find your purpose. Cool. Yeah, yeah, so. Um, and that's know. something we can all relate to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody out there who thinks it's so easy, it's not. <laughs> like, we all come from a very similar past of, mm-hmm. of problems, and we have to overcome them, do what we want to do. I mean, people are always tweeting, and they're like, oh my gosh, how do I escape my surroundings and get to be like Cody? I mean, <laughs> what would be, like, your advice to those people? Um, it's trial and error. You know, it's, uh, you have to try things that, and, and don't judge yourself for what they are, what social, you know, uh, preconceived notions are on it. Like, experiment, try football, try basketball, try ballet, try dancing, try painting, try everything, try cooking. And whatever makes you feel fulfilled, whatever makes you feel satisfied, whatever, you know, puts a smile on your face or excites you, do that. Nurture that and make sure you do that daily and, and make sure you set time aside for that so that way you can refuel uh, that, that part of uh, your essence. And, you know, you, you, you'll find a, a very dramatic shift in your life. You, wow. you are so passionate. So yeah. I'm just like Cody. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> like I think I'm gonna focus and meditate on those words. Like, that, that's oh, incredible. we like, all know you will. Oh, 
monkeys. <laughs> well, you know what? I always feel like when you are doing what you love, it does. It kind of feeds your soul. Mm-hmm. Like, you just feel so regenerated, like, after you do that. And, and if you haven't done it for a while, if you, like, like painting, after you paint, you feel, like, so fulfilled. Yeah. yeah. Was there something else that you wanted to try to do other than acting or that you did do? I know you do some modeling, too. Is there, like, a, a whole opposite career that you ever thought of? Oh, there's so much. <laughs> There's so much that I, I want to do. Um, I mean, there's there's different charities I'm, I'm very passionate but uh, passionate about starting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I also really want to get into dancing. Like I love dancing. And, I can see um, you being a good dancer. Yeah, like what I'd, genre? Yeah, like hip hop. Yeah, I'd be hip hop. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'd be like hip hop, jazz, funk. Um, love it. Yeah, yeah, and. I just, you know, it's just another way to express yourself. It's fun, and, you know, it definitely helps if you're, you know, dancing with someone that you like. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, I mean... Yeah. Whatever, Cody. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, the, 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 the next thing I'm very focused on is starting my own charity. Good. So I'm excited about that. I thought it was really yeah. cute. I read that you took one of your fans or somebody to prom. Yeah. For like a, <gasps> so cute. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, I was I was doing this contest and um, yeah, it was a the girl that I ended up choosing. It was it was couldn't have been a more perfect one. Her 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 mother wasn't financially quite there. She was going to a really nice school. And her friends were, like, making fun of her, like, oh, you didn't find it. Well, they're not real friends. Uh, People were making fun of her, saying, oh, you you know, you didn't get a date, blah, blah, blah. And so she wasn't even going to go. And, like, someone submitted it for her. I saw that she was a big fan of Teen Wolf. I was like, yo, I'm going to switch this girl's, like, I'm going to, like, create the most beautiful memory for her. And so she got to take a star... Uh, to prom and um, like she it, it was it, she was so happy her mom was like trembling like like talking and she was crying and, and I had no idea why I thought maybe she just really thought I was something and, and later I found out it was because uh, she was just so thankful because she didn't want her daughter to miss such a important part of uh, her life you so are sweet. going to make me cry <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness you're so sweet <laughs> Thing. What about so, so on you, Teen Wolf? Are you getting pranked? What's like a fun memory from set? Um, a fun memory on set. You know, my my favorite memories actually are. I love having like spiritual conversations with Kylan Rambo. Like it is so like spiritually evolved and just like the stuff he says is so funny but so truthful. And um, did you say Kyle and Rambo? Ky- Kylan Rambo. Kylan. He, he play, who is that? He plays uh, Mason. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Mason, Mason. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Mason. And, um, and yeah, so, like, anytime we get together, I know I'm going to be laughing. And usually the uh, someone from set will be like, hey, guys, can you sh- shut up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, sorry. Getting right. too deep for yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> too loud, really. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. Go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, just to parlay that into the show, what do you think about Mason's new position in the circle? Mason's? Yeah. Um, I love it. Yeah. I think it's so cool. I love that. Um, I love the uh, the Liam, Mason, and Brett like little trio that's happening. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love that. You know, Mason's adding like a really cool semi styles, but in his own way. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to be a really good best friend to Liam. And I think he's going to really be there for him. And and I think they're going to have a, a you know fun journeys together. Very cool. What is like the dream uh, role, role yeah, mm-hmm. that you want to play? 
It's <laughs> <laughs> like oh, so many go through yeah. my mind. Um, <laughs> Oprah's going to come out and just give it to you. I guess. Uh, <laughs> something, with, something with fighting and yeah. dancing and love. <laughs> Like Sounds like Dirty Dancing 3 right yeah. now. That, that might be pretty cool. Or Step Up, yeah. or step up Movie. Oh, step yeah, up. yeah, yeah. F- a fighter falls in love with a dancer. How about that? Um, no, uh, I mean... <sighs> You know what? I'd really love to play like a, a mobster, like a real like thug, Ooh, like gangster, almost like a Scarface. Oh, El then Gino. you would never have to smile because you would just break character if you smiled. Yeah, <laughs> I would. Like I would, I would love to do something like that, like uh, um, that, or even play a superhero. That would be really cool. Yeah. Like, that maybe, would be great. Um, Silver Surfer, Iceman, or something like that would be really cool. Nice. <laughs> Can we make that happen? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Do you have any upcoming projects that we can look out for? Um, I, yeah, actually. I just booked a film that will be shot in Wales. Wow. Um, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so that will be cool. Very um, cool. And uh, I'm so, but that that's going to be way far down the line. I'm working on an action short over at a, um, MD Studios with my uh acting teacher we're creating this really cool short um i'll be starring in it and it'll be uh like a fighting action superhero yeah. mafia <laughs> no <giant>. not that, <laughs> not that not quite. this is preparing him for that role. <laughs> <laughs> and um uh other than that like uh no i'm going to comic-con uh dylan sprayberry will be there oh too. the new york one the houston oh, i'm from houston yeah. oh are you yes Let's you'll love represent. it yeah that's awesome. <laughs> Chris and I went to the San Diego one. It's so cool. Uh, I talked to, to Dylan to there. I talked to Cody Christian and Jeff and Tyler. They're all really awesome. cool. Mm-hmm. Cody, I want to know something that people would be surprised to know mm-hmm. about you. Mm-hmm. Be surprised? Something quirky or weird that people don't know. Um, or a skill or something. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much an open book, and I like to be that way. Um, but something... I mean, um... I guess uh, maybe if you were t- uh, if you're dating me just expect me to always have my hands all on you and if you, that annoys you then sorry I mean I don't oh one thing I, I really love to cook Oh, awesome. Uh, Favorite dish? Um, I love to make a, a, a barbecue uh, juiced um, bacon wrapped filet mignon and, uh, <laughs> Wait, whoa. So we're gonna yeah. be cooking that later. <laughs> yeah. At AfterBuzz no. TV Studios. I was wow. That was another level. I'm supposed to go cook for my agents. They don't believe that I can, but I really can. So, so he's pretty so. much like the perfect guy is what we're talking about. Exactly. No, no, no. Are you in a relationship with anybody right now that you can tell us about? No. 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 So there you go. He's single. He's, he's single. Or he can't tell us. Exactly. No, I, I really am single. Who cooks filet mignon, can't keep his hands off you. Is this Teen Wolf or the hotline, no. you guys? Yes. Seriously. I'm blushing. I'm blushing. Every girl in America and across the world is swiping right, right now. Seriously. Do you have a Tinder? No. No, no me either. No. Tinder, I think, is weird, but yeah. that's just me. Too. I mean, but I heard hey. that's part of Teen Wolf season six. No. No, I'm it's, joking. Oh, I was like, no. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. You won't be swiping on Team Wolf anytime soon. No. But Cody, like, you're amazing. We love you here. Thank you so much for joining us again yeah. on After Buzz yes. TV. Yeah. And... Let's go through and just go around and talk about our predictions for the cool. end of the show. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's getting serious in here. 
The doctors I'm being are abducted. I'm being abducted. The doctors are coming through. Oh my god, I would be terrified. You better watch out. They might not let you leave. Okay, I just need to tell everyone at home, like, Cody and I are friends. Oh yeah, yeah, we go back. True. Everyone's gonna be like, that host was all over Cody. Oh, no. <laughs> I, get, I get the craziest tweets from people, so. Oh, no, no, no. Just yeah. Calm down, guys. Yeah. We, we really do love Cody because we're friends with him. Yeah, no, Christine, <laughs> me and Chris, we're, we're both fellow Gemini, so we see eye to eye on pretty much everything. That third eye. Just like uh, Dr. Valley. Not anymore. Poor guy. What are your predictions, guys? What's happening? What We have, what, five more episodes to go in this season? Is it five? So we're about. Halfway through then? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. well, mine has to do with Mr. Styles because he is really dealing with some demons, it seems like, because he's holding back the secret. I feel like we're definitely going to see how he reacts to that holding back those things, or we're going to see that he is morphing into a Wendigo. <laughs> no, that's really a stretch. That's a wow. stretch. No, no but I, I... I would like that. <laughs> like, I don't want him to be a Wendigo, but, like... I think it's his time, you know, to, like, really help the pack the way he's always wanted to. I mean, I like that he's human and he still finds a way to fight, and I like that we saw him kill for the first time in this episode. And I'm excited to see how that's going to affect his character, because my favorite season was when he was Void Styles. Really? That he killed incredible. that <laughs> And I feel, I feel like that's still with him, right? He's been a little edgy this season. He has. I mean, I'm, I kind of want him to stay human just because Lydia and him make perfect sense since they're not yeah. supernatural, but well, they're boss. Is now. Oh, she is? Now she's a banshee, yeah. yeah. Never mind, you need to morph real quick, <laughs> Styles. <laughs> what are your predictions? I want to see what happens to Kara bouncing back from the whole electricity thing with Scott. And I definitely want to see more of their love relationship mm-hmm. unfold. Like, you got to have more love and making out and... <laughs> you get the craziness, but we need some more sexiness, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, um, uh, that was another pun. I don't know if anyone caught it. All right. I got anyway, it. I got um, it. I predict uh, Parrish will burn. <laughs> Continue to burn. Uh, Theo will uh, be outed but redeem himself. And, uh-huh. I like that. And Brett will take his shirt off. Hopefully, at least two more times. Even my is it the tips or you just need to see it? <laughs> it's he's an all American hero. He's Iceman. Oh, no. You want to see it? Yeah. Right. Oh, any last predictions? Words um, for the fans. Uh, predictions. Um, I think th- I think that the bodies are going to have to do with some sort of morphing into a. A power that I think will ultimately be ended up using for good, mm-hmm. um, in, in a weird way. Like in Power Rangers. I don't know. When they all morph to <laughs> no, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Now that you said that, I'm with you. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as the last thing to say is, um, thank you so much to every fan that supports not only Teen Wolf but Brett. And thank you guys for coming to share this awesome chat at AfterBuzz TV. They rock, and make sure you subscribe to them. Aww. Oh, you're the best. <laughs> man. Where can we follow you if we're not already? <laughs> you can follow me at, at Cody St. New, C O D Y S A I N T N E W. Awesome. Thank you so much for being with us today. And you guys can follow me, Chris and Elizabeth Snyder, at Cinematic Escape. You guys can keep in touch. Cinematic Escape. You guys can keep in touch with me at Tesnos on Twitter and Instagram. And use the hashtag again because I need to know what you thought about this episode. My lovely host. I love you guys. And shout out to Cody. And I love you, Ryan. Yay. You guys can all follow me at Brittany underscore Baldi on all my social media. 
And I'm at Ryan Malaty on everywhere as well. Thank you guys for joining us. One last thing. We're doing a Twitter takeover, so if you guys have personal questions, start tweeting because it's about to go down. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.